entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Normally heard on News Radio WRVA, beautiful, beautiful Central Virginia. Contact details, well, 1 727 Beck. That remains the same. 1 727 Beck. If you want to shoot me an email, happy to take a look at it. Jeff at thejeffcatshow.com. Jeff at thejeffcatshow.com. And then over on Facebook and Twitter, uh, you're looking for uh, Jeff Cat Show. And I'd appreciate a like or a follow over there. students who said dear jeff my dad and i listen to your radio program every afternoon on news radio wrva we know about your daughter julia and special needs that she has and you always refer to her as your princess i want you to know about our princess in the morrissey household my sister emily and P.J. Morrissey, who was then a high school student who is now getting ready to uh, graduate from college and himself make a big difference in the world, he told me about Emily Morrissey. He told me about Emily's bracelets and emilysbracelets.com. And to put it mildly, I've become a fan. And it's not that I'm always wearing a bracelet from emilysbracelets.com. It's just that I, I wear them Every day that ends in Y. If it's a day that ends in Y, then I'm wearing at least one, if not more, bracelets from emilysbracelets.com. But you need to know the story as well. And so I have asked PJ to uh, to join us, and I'm happy to say that he's here. PJ, thank you for being with us. Jeff, thank you for having me. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here. The uh, The pleasure is mine, my friend. I, I, I just want you to tell... The story of Emily and Emily's bracelets and Emily's bracelets.com. Do you mind? Of course not. Um, it's been uh, four years now of Emily's bracelets, if you can believe it or not, Jeff. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. It's crazy. And um, our success is uh, much thanks to you and other people like you. Um, as for Emily, uh, as you mentioned, Emily's my older sister. Uh, she's 24 years old and suffers from cerebral palsy and uh, the many challenges that come with it. Uh, CP is for di- different for everyone that has it, and uh, for Emily, it uh, manifests into global delays, uh, in particular, gross and fine motor skills, cognitive skills, and her speech. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jeff, despite Emily's deficits and challenges, Emily's more fortunate uh, than all of us because she has a way of looking at things that not everyone else has. Um, she can see the good in people and not judge them before even getting to know them, which is extremely uh i would say rare in um today's society and um something that's truly amazing um as you can attest her smile is absolutely infectious um and that's because it's genuine you know when she's smiling at you she's reflecting back at you the good that she instantly sees uh in you uh through that smile yes and um so you know um the uh, job force for um, disabled uh, folks is uh, rather uh, rather uh, scarce, might I say. Uh, yeah. 80% of adults with disabilities are not active in the workforce. And um, because of this, uh, you know, my family and I were worried that after high school, uh, Emily wouldn't have uh, anything to do. And she would just 
um, end up sitting on the couch watching Peppa Pig all day, yeah, <laughs> which she might not mind. But right. um, um, she had been uh, making bracelets uh, ever since uh, occupational therapy started um, soon after she was born. And uh, so she's been doing that for 24 years now. And um, back in 2018, um, we came up with the idea uh, to start Emily's Bracelets um, as it harnesses uh, that unique skill level of uh, stringing beads onto um, an elastic string, which is really amazing if you think about it, considering how much her um, fine motor skills are affected by her cerebral palsy. Right. Um, her occupational therapist and physical therapist just did an amazing job, and um, it's given her a true purpose. And... Um, you know, that's how Emily's bracelets was born. Um, she used to be painfully shy uh, to the extent that she was diagnosed with selective mutism, which, Jeff, I'm sure that blows your mind because every time you see her, she talks your ear off. Um, but getting her to talk to anyone outside the family was extremely difficult. Um, but shortly after we launched this business, uh, her teachers, her therapists, everyone noticed a much larger sense of confidence in her. Um, and four years later, she's recognized all around town, which really boosts her confidence. You know, my dad was telling me that they went to Kohl's over the weekend and uh, somebody rolled down the window and said, hey, Emily, we love your bracelets, um, which I don't think any of us uh, would have ever expected. So it's been truly a blessing for us. I will uh, jump in and let everybody know that uh, emilysbracelets.com is where you go to uh, to get some of these beautiful bracelets. And uh, here's what I can tell you. A couple of details. Four years after starting this, PJ, Emily, a- Emily just sold, made and sold her 19,000th bracelets 19,000 bracelets and I remind everybody that a portion of all of the the money and they're not expensive but a portion of all the money goes over to Special Olympics because Special Olympics has uh, played such a wonderful part in Emily's life Uh, the idea that Emily was at some point painfully shy I have to tell everybody Emily is busy she's in parades as the Grand Marshal she's throwing out the first pitch at baseball games in Central Virginia. And one of the things that uh, Emily and uh, everybody there, Kristen and Dan are her uh, parents and PJ, uh, you've taken a special shine to people who serve with with special bracelets honoring law enforcement and firefighters and EMS and corrections officers in every branch of the military, right? Yes, sir. Um, like you said, um, we've just sold our 19,000, uh, bracelet and, um, you know, uh, a big part of those 19,000 bracelets were our, uh, first responder line as well as our uh, military line, um, which, uh, you know, we are proud to support, um, both of those groups of people. And, um, as you mentioned, uh, we do donate a, a portion of every bracelet sold to uh, charity, primarily the Special Olympics. And um, as of today, we have raised over ten thousand uh, dollars for the Special Olympics, but also for other organizations such as uh, the Friendship Circle and um, a Better Understanding. Um, so that's really great to see. Um, and uh, as you know, Jeff. Um, Emily's Bracelets was recently voted the best jewelry store in Richmond by the uh, Richmond Times-Dispatch. She beat out some uh, long-running winners, uh, sure which did. Um, definitely helped um, her ego. 
Well, uh, Emily'sBracelets.com won as the best jewelry store in all of Central Virginia. And there are, as you say, there are a lot of heavy hitters. And there's there's not a I mean, there's not a showroom. Emily is is in the living room at the uh, the Morrissey home working all day and and working her uh, her fingers to the bone. Right. Making these bracelets. But uh, she beat out everybody, which which gives I hope folks around America, as they're hearing this story, uh, a little insight into just how much difference Emily and her bracelets have made in our community here. It, it, to me, it's just uh, so heartwarming and so inspiring. And I, I, I want people to go there. I mean, I want people to go to emilysbracelets.com, no doubt about it. And I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If if you are a mom or dad of a, a special needs kiddo, you, you understand exactly what PJ said a moment ago. Employment opportunities for our kids are scarce. That's that's a kind description. And to think that the Morrissey family set up a business. I mean, Emily starts working with these beads as part of her, her occupational therapy and finds she has a real talent for it. I mean, you you have to see some of the amazing beads, and they start off with the the plastic beads, these pony beads, and and, and then we've got wooden beads, and then they've got glass beads now for every occasion. Uh, it's getting to be Christmas time, and I don't know what your stock is on Christmas bracelets. Have you got have you got Christmas bracelets that can you, you can get in the uh, the mail today tomorrow, PJ? Well, Jeff, let me tell you, uh, this year we actually doubled the number of bracelets sold for the 22 Christmas line, and wow. it is completely sold out. Uh, every single uh, skew that uh, Emily designed is sold out for the season. That but being we said, offer, though, I bet you have some right, that you exactly. can still go out. <laughs> that being said, uh, we still do offer uh, a bunch of different designs, um, like, like you said, starting with acrylic beads. Uh, we then added wooden beads, which have uh, grown in popularity. And um, most recently released, uh, we have a line of six check glass beaded bracelets, and those are absolutely beautiful. Um, one of my favorites for sure, um, especially the ruby red one. And then um, other lines to check out on emilysbracelets.com. Uh, we have an awareness line, first responder, military lines. And, of course, the classic line, which are all the bracelets that have been in Emily's collection since the beginning. Wow. You mentioned that uh, you're also donating money, not just to the Special Olympics, but uh, uh, here in Central Virginia, supporting the uh, the Metro Richmond Police Emerald Society uh, Line of Duty Death Fund, Friendship Circle. I, I'm I, I'm so honored that uh, Julia, my Julia, has a bracelet that uh, is named for her. It's in the Friendship Circle colors of of teal and purple. Features a little music note, and so uh, if you are sitting back, as many of us are guys especially saying huh what's that christmas is you said four days away geez probably should have bought something i'm telling you right now you you can go to emilysbracelets.com you can find some of these beautiful bracelets but more importantly you'll be supporting a young lady who is making a difference you'll be supporting a family who chose to help 
their daughter, their sister make a difference. And I'm I'm hoping that you and I will step up today and and make a difference for them and, and visit emilysbracelets.com. You can read more of the story. You can check out the bracelets. You can get them. You cannot get them. Whatever you want to do, but but check out that website and and just learn more. PJ, it is it is always a pleasure to uh, to chat with you. I am always, to put it mildly, inspired by Emily but really heartened uh, by you and your mom and your dad when I see the the passion and the devotion uh, that you bring to helping Emily and helping emilysbracelets.com and helping disabled folks in our community. You you guys are the best of the best, and I, I, I appreciate you being here. Thank you, Jeff. Um, and, you know, much of this wouldn't be possible without you. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. That is PJ Morrissey. And again, I'll, I'll send out the link on uh, social media if you didn't hear it. And, and oh, somebody asked me to spell my last name. People are putting in, you know, like with the C. No, K-A-T-Z. So on uh, Twitter, Jeff Katz Show. And I'll get that link out there. You can take a look at it. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. It is the Glenn Beck Program. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn today. Katz, K-A-T-Z. You know, it's so weird. Uh, depending on who you are, where you are, where you grew up, you hear a name and you go, oh, of course I spell it such and such. But a couple of us said, Jeff, I looked for you. It's it's like the, the feline, right? No, we're dog people here at the Katz household, which I know is bizarre, but it is K-A-T-Z. I'm going to get President Trump's tax preparers. Why? Well, because apparently President Trump did exactly what everybody in America wanted to do, what we want to do, what we all want to do moving forward. We all believe that we pay too much in taxes, right? Well, you have to pay your fair share. Okay. I I, I feel that many of us are paying our fair share and then somebody else's fair share as well. But there is a system. There are rules and you have to follow the rules. I acknowledge that. I accept that. It's what I've done my entire life. And so I sit down when it's time to do the taxes. Sit down with my uh, my little uh, computer program. I don't know. Taxes or us or whatever the heck it is. And I don't have a lot to put in. Not just money. Believe me, not a lot of compensation. But I, I've got uh, compensation, right, for my job. Eh, a little business that I, I put in. And then the, the, the tax computer guru, genie, magician, whatever the heck is in that little box, uh, they do all the numbers and they say, okay, here's how much you paid. Here's the uh, minimal amount of money that you will be getting back. And I sit back and I gripe and I moan. I complain. And I go, okay. And I push submit and I wait for my, my $27 or whatever it is to, uh, to be returned. Isn't that what we all do? I mean, seriously, isn't that what we we all do? Some variation of that. Let's say you've got a, a bigger business. And I don't know what sort of a business it would be. I always use two friends of mine who have businesses. I've got dear friends who own and operate a, an auto repair shop here in Central Virginia, certified auto repair. 
And I always refer to Stan, who's the the owner. Well, actually, he's not the owner. Now that I think about it, it's his wife who's the owner. I mean, Stan is a grown blank man and all, but he he ain't the owner. Uh, but I look at them, and I think, man, you you got a great business. You employ people. You're living your American dream, and by living your American dream, you're helping other people live their American dream. And I've got friends who own a a great restaurant right down the the, the road from me. And if you ever do get to Central Virginia, and I'm inviting you, come to Hanover County, come to Ashland, little, that tiny little bucolic town. It's so different from where I grew up. I grew up in Oxford Circle, Northeast Philadelphia. Grew up in a row home, right? 50 houses on each side of the street. You had windows in the front, you had windows in the back, unless you were really, 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 really super lucky. And you had, uh, you had a house on the end. Well, then you had windows on three sides. I was about 18 years old before we had a house. My folks had a house that had windows on all four sides. I uh, look back on what my view was as a kid growing up. I looked out that, that window. I saw an alley with trash cans. So the fact that I'm up here now where I am in the country, basically, is amazing. And you should come here. And if you do come here, by the way, you will get to see a sandwich named in my honor. <laughs> Jake's Place in Ashley, which is pretty cool. But all of that being said, my friends Wendy and John, who own that restaurant, well, they, they, they've got a business, and so they have people do their taxes. And my friends Stan and Megan, well, they've got to have somebody help them out with their taxes. I don't have that. But everybody's in the same situation. That is saying, you know what? We have paid our fair share. We believe in doing what is right, but by gosh, we need to follow those rules. We need to take a look at what is legit and what's not legit. And that's where you get the accountants. That's where you get the the tax attorneys. These guys actually read and digest every single part of the tax laws. And they can say to you, yes, you can do this, but you can't do that. You can't do this, but you ought to do this. What do you think President Trump did? Do you think that somebody who has about a billion dollars trusts the online taxes or us? Or does he have the best attorneys and accountants say, hey, guess what, Mr. Trump? We're going to save you money. I'm more impressed, frankly. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Looking at uh, the information. I can't even call it information. Infor- the Propaganda? Yeah, I think propaganda is probably the way I'm going to have to go here. It's from Politico. Trump's income taxes were often paltry. Newly released documents show. Is that bad? Honest to goodness, do you know anybody anywhere in your circle? I mean, real honest to goodness people. Anybody say, "Ah, I am just not paying enough in taxes. I've never met that person. 
Maybe there is somebody like that. There could be. You know, we lived for years in Massachusetts. And there was a second tax rate. There was the regular rate, which I don't know, say it was 5%. And then there was the super duper boy. I just have way too much money. I think it was 7%. And all you had to do, if you really believed that your taxes should be higher, all you had to do was click that little box. Check that little thing on your form. And so all of these self-righteous, condescending, smarmy bottom feeders like John F. Kerry and the rest of them, you know what they did? Oh, they didn't check the extra tax box. Of course not. They just wanted to take your money. The phonies and the frauds and the hypocrites. The Elizabeth Warrens. Focahontas, one of the worst of the worst. It's it's amazing to me to think that there are real people who believe, well, I'm going to vote for them. You know, I'm, uh, I've always voted for this party. Well, maybe you should stop. Maybe you should stop. Well, Jeff, but I'm, I mean, that's, that's, it's my team. You know, I got the t-shirt, the cap, the whole thing. I understand. Sometimes you have to change allegiances. Every once in a while, maybe, just maybe, let's think for ourselves. I grew up in Philadelphia, as I told you, and, and so everybody was a Democrat, just the way it was. The weird thing was we were all what we would call Scoop Jackson Democrats, Lunch Bucket Democrats. Like our fathers got up and went somewhere to do something. For the most part... People on my street, in my neighborhood, dads went to work, mom stayed at home, the way it was. And dads, in many cases, came home dirty. This whole change in America, when men started showering before they went to work. This this is my line of demarcation now. This is when I really do believe that our country changed and changed in a way that I I don't know that we'll ever get the strengths of this prior time back. I hope we do. There was a time when men left their homes with their lunch bucket, their lunch box in hand, and they went and they went to a factory and they made something. Or they went to a job where where they were digging stringing wire, fixing something. Whether they went out in a, in a truck and, and fixed refrigerators or television sets, and those are businesses that for the most part don't really exist, right? Is anybody going to fix a television set? Check your Walmart flyer. You can probably get like five television sets for $8. And then when they stop working, you throw them away. It'll cost you, what, $25 to take it to some place to, quote, recycle it? Cost you more to get rid of it than it does to get it. There was a time, though, that there were businesses that fixed television sets, giant television sets and radios with these tubes in them. My grandfather was a television repairman. He was initially a uh, a radio repairman. And then when television came along, oh, I I can fix those, too. And he did. 
It involved tubes and it involved solder and it involved hard work because you had to go out and get these giant television sets that weighed 200 pounds and wrestle them into your little truck, take them back to the shop, disassemble them, go in there with a ha- with a uh, a flashlight, do the tests, figure out which tubes were good, which tubes were bad. You might have to use one of those was oscilloscopes, octopus scopes, you know the thing with the squiggly lines, the squiggly line scope. And you'd figure out which one didn't work and then you would test it by taking it out and putting another one in. Maybe it worked, maybe it didn't. You went and you repaired cars. You figured out what was wrong with that car. And then you fixed it. And I got news for you. Every single solitary one of these jobs involved men getting dirty. Mike Rowe still talks about dirty jobs, doesn't he? No shame in a dirty job. There's no. There's absolutely positively no shame in being involved in a trade or a craft. I just, I, for the life of me, I can't figure out how we screwed up so many kids by telling them, oh, you have to go to college. Why? I don't know, but you have to go. Go to trade school. Learn a trade. Learn a skill. Learn a, learn, learn a craft. You think all of a sudden cars are, are now perfect? I told you about my, uh, my dear friend, my brother from another mother who, who owns and operates the best independent auto shop in all of Central Virginia. That's a fact. People can't afford to go out and buy new cars, and people who can afford to buy new cars are finding, man, there are no new cars to buy. Better fix the old one. You think there's anything wrong with having the talent or the skill to get under the hood or under the car while it's up on the on the lift and say, man, you see that? That's broken. But I can fix that. That ought to be a source of pride, and it is. What about when your sink's not working? Or even worse, your toilet's not working. Oh. See, my Uncle Paul was a uh, plumber. And as a as a kid, I used to go with him some weekends and, quote, work. Now, my work was not actually learning how to do any plumbing. I had to carry stuff. I carried toilets up flights of stairs and down flights of stairs and bathtubs. You know, we'd have to do this or that or pipes. And let me tell you, this was fun. this was long before there were any laws or rules governing anything. Right. My Uncle Paul had an old VW bus. The VW uh, vans. And in the back, he had a million different uh, pipes and wrenches and uh, pieces to uh, to be welded on and soldered on. No back seat, by the way. You know what I sat on? I sat on a milk crate in the back of that van holding on to big piles of pipes. And my Uncle Paul could fix stuff. Now, if you're in plumbing, of course, you want new construction because everything is nice and clean. But the reality is, if your sink's not working or your bathtub's not working, or your shower all of a sudden is, is spewing out mud or your toilet, forget about it, but it's not working, right? What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to go take another one of those three credit college courses to figure out what the uh, socio-political implications are of the French artistic. No, you're calling the plumber. Got to get it to work. Electricians, I mean, honest to goodness, you you just pick a trade, you pr- pick a skill, you pick a craft. We need people like this. 
but we've told an entire generation, don't work with your hands. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. And this comes back to the business. This comes back to Donald Trump and his tax returns. Donald Trump built things. He built buildings. He employed thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Now, there are plenty of people who say, Jeff, I just don't like him. That's okay. I'm not going to... I'm not going to argue with you one way or the other. You're absolutely entitled to say, I don't like him or his personality rubs me the wrong way or gosh, when he was on Twitter, those mean tweets, boy, they bugged me. Fair enough. But can you really sit back and say, huh, this guy was, a, you know, he, he, he did what? He built things and he employed people. And now Democrats in the House of Representatives somehow, some way get his tax returns and they are utilizing their their useful idiots, their tools in the legacy news media ranks to somehow make Donald Trump into a villain because, frankly, he didn't pay that much in federal income taxes. I, for one, say good for you, Mr. President. That's what all of us want to do. We all want to pay our fair share and we all want to minimize what we have to pay. And that's why there are thousands of accountants and thousands of tax attorneys. And clearly, some of the best were employed by Donald Trump. I think that this whole thing backfires. If you want to talk pure politics, I think this whole thing backfires. I think as Democrats say, oh, look at this, he didn't pay very much in taxes, they're going to be a couple of million Americans who say, wow, I wonder if any of his accountants are available because I'd like to minimize what we pay. I'd like to find more deductions. I'd like to find more this or that, whatever it is. I mean, I don't even know. Like I said, I go, I got my little computer program. I put it in, it spits it out, I'm done. But wouldn't you like to be in that situation? I think most Americans would. And I, again, think this backfires on leftists. And, and that makes me happy. It's a little bit like the the banning of, uh, what's his name, Keith Olbermann from Twitter. I, I, I looked at that and I thought, well, I want to be sensitive and compassionate, but, but when your bathtub is filling up with, with liberal tears, you just get the rubber ducky and you sit in there and you enjoy the whole experience. So, yeah, I'm, I'm back on Twitter and I'm looking for Elon Musk to do great things. If you want to follow me over there, I would appreciate it. I'm just going to, I'm, uh, honest to goodness, I am just trying to rebuild the numbers that I used to have before Jack and the rest of those folks said, hmm, conservatives, nah, they don't need to talk to each other. Jeff Cat Show over on Twitter. Jeff Cat Show over on Twitter. Uh, email, of course, you can always email me. You can go to thejeffcatshow.com, thejeffcatshow.com. There's a button there. You can uh, send an email that way and Facebook and, you know, all of that good stuff. Please be sure you are checking out theblaze.com and glennbeck.com while you're online. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn from News Radio WRVA in Central Virginia. I've done a national show over the years. Now, I've done it one town at a time, I think, but it's still a while. Anyway, uh, Bob is actually listening up in Boston. 
sends a note on Facebook. He says, Jeff, you were talking about trades. My son, Robbie, is an electrician apprentice currently working towards his journeyman license. Good for him. Setting himself up for a for a six-figure career. Nothing wrong with that. I think back to a, a friend I had when I was a kid. Lived down the street from us on uh, in uh, Oxford Circle in, in Northeast Philly. And he wasn't he wasn't the best school student, but man, he loved tinkering with stuff and taking stuff apart and putting it back together and making it run. And he realized, huh, well, I'm pretty good at this. So he went and became just like. Bob's son is doing. He became an, uh, an electrician apprentice and journeyman and what have you. Well, he wound up being one of the largest electrical contractors in all of Philadelphia. And if I understand his his Facebook post properly, he's fundamentally retired, plays hockey, sees his kids, sees his grandkids, has fun, goes scuba diving in the Caribbean. No college degree. And I'm not knocking anybody who has a college degree. There's certain things you have to have a degree for. I understand that. But as we are saluting people who have degrees, can we at least be honest and and and, and just stop with this demeaning of people who who make things and fix things? Because I got news for you. They're vital. They're vital to what it is that we're trying to do in America. And whether we are able to uh, succeed again, I don't know. I really don't know. I am so concerned these days with the great reset that that Glenn has spoken about at length, with the the shadowy, secretive, swampy actors who seem to be doing everything possible to dismantle what made this country great and demean the very people who made this country great. I mean, here I am in Central Virginia, Richmond, Virginia. We've got a mayor who's working overtime destroying history. It's like watching the Taliban up close and personal. It is sad. It's really, really sad. Now, you are fortunate. You check out theblaze.com. You check out glenbeck.com. By the way, if you check out glenbeck.com, please do what I've done. Sign up to receive the uh, the email briefs that come out um You'll enjoy them. You'll get a lot of insight, a lot of information, a lot of important things. For me, I'd love for you to stay in touch. Go to thejeffcatshow.com. Send me a note, jeff at thejeffcatshow.com, or follow me on social media, Twitter. It's Jeff Katz Show. Have a Merry Christmas. God willing, we get the chance to do it again. Jeff in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program.